welcome again to Feedback Force, the game design and analysis podcast of the End Defender community. I'm Kelso. Hello. I'm Kyla, aka Cage Tiger. I usually let the K's go first, but I guess I'm in order this time. I'm Chris, also known as Thanarod, and I sound different because I'm on my phone this time. Because Skype is garbage. (laughs) And I'm Carl, also known as Skug3. Hooray! We're all here. We are all here despite technical difficulties. Oh my god, this is one of those, like, universe does not want us to operate days. Yep. But we'll power disaster. We're doing it. You're not my real dad, the universe, the internet. I almost said the internet. Well, the internet also isn't your real dad. That's true. Hopefully. And it's factual information. That is. I like to to keep it factual here on the podcast. It's nice to do. That's good. That's, yeah. Yeah. So, did anyone do anything cool over the past couple weeks? Uh, I I feel the need to point out that the best show on television returned within the past two weeks, yeah. which is Hannibal. Dude, I'm so. Oh, excited. is that is that it? Okay. <laughs> you say notice. you say that as though you didn't know that that's all I ever talk about. Yeah, Dude. yeah, no, I had no idea that that would be the case. <laughs> I'm that's, really excited. Uh, huh. I'm gonna probably binge that over my break, and I I'd, I'd been trying to like nudge my boyfriend and be like, we should watch Hannibal and he's like, but the writing's so bad and then he sent me like a clip of it and he's like, we need to watch this show or like, this show, he's like he didn't say we need to watch the show, he's like, so Hannibal looks like it might be pretty cool and I was like, that's what I've been saying (laughs) the writing is not bad the writing is like super kind of esoteric and over the top mostly because it uses like actual text ripped right from the books yeah which he's, sounds pretty purple sometimes. I will admit he's kind sounds of nitpicky purple. about media, so uh, yeah, purple like um, like overly flowery and ornate and intricate uh, uh, prose I is known don't as think purple I've actually, prose. Yeah, I don't think I've actually heard that term before. Yeah, that is known just... as purple prose, and Hannibal is all about the purple prose. But it's it's <laughs> I think it kind of works because like it fits with the tone of the rest of the show and also like that's not really done elsewhere on television a lot so it yeah. kind of just gives it a unique flavor i mean from what i've seen that sort of that that sounds like it would fit with the aesthetic so. yeah it totally does i hope it's good cuz i told my sister to watch it yeah. yeah it's it's a show that's like i i i personally stand by like i think it's the best thing on tv it is a kind of I'm not going to say an acquired taste, but a specific taste. Like, if you're someone who can't handle any sight of gore at all, um, then you probably, like, shouldn't watch the show. Because it's it's not, like, gross gory, and I normally don't like gore in things that I watch at all. Um, But the way they do gore on this show is kind of, like, really beautiful and um, kind of sexy like it's hard to it's yeah it's difficult to describe (laughs) if you haven't seen it it's not like exploitative like there's some shows that like rebel in how shockingly violent they are and this isn't that um but everything is just filmed so sensuously like everything is all about like the details and you know the the incredible close-ups of like you know, a drop of blood running down the side of a glass or something like that. It's like, uh, like hedonism bot does violence. <laughs> something like that. 
that's that's the first thing that came to mind, so I went with it. It's it's Pay utterly it's utterly unique, if nothing else. That's good. Um, and it's it's definitely worth seeing, and I'm I'm super into the the third season so far, and yeah, just just highly recommend, especially because it doesn't have. Uh, super great ratings for a network show because it's such a like obscure niche genre fiction kind of thing. And it sounds like high concept. Yeah, super high TV, concept. So. Yeah, so it it needs all the love it can get. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a thing that I would like. I, yeah, and I'm going into it as a person who like unabashedly loves gore, whether it's like <laughs> stupid and schlocky or um, over the top and exploitative or you know interestingly done. I, uh, I'm weird. So. Yeah. So what I, what I know, from what I know of you, I think you will yeah. enjoy this show. But I actually think like very many more people would enjoy this show than actually give the show a chance. So I recommend everyone to at least try it. I knew I was gonna love this show within like the first, like basically the opening sequence of the first episode. So you can get a feeling for it pretty quick over of whether you're going to like it or not. Yeah. And I'm going to watch it regardless of whether the boyfriend wants to watch it or not. <laughs> what will probably happen is I'll watch like the first two episodes and I'll be like, so I started watching that show and he'll, and he'll say, you started watching it without me. Yeah. Uh, that's so. Yeah, right. <laughs> so. Uh, so other thing that's been happening lately, uh, E3 has been happening. Anybody E3 has been happening so hard. Anybody super excited about any announcements that they've heard thus uh, far? I watched the Sony the I think uh, almost exclusively the Sony conference. I, I think I watched one other, but I I, ca- I caught like half of Ubisoft. Um, but mostly I've just been watching Twitter. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how I've been getting my E3 news mostly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I mean, Twitter sounds amazing, and it sounds like Sony really stole the show uh, compared to Microsoft, which they did last year as well. Everybody was like, "Oh, Microsoft had a really good show," and then Sony shows up, and it's just like, "Oh my fuck!" <laughs> yeah. And... <laughs> yeah, the most big titles, at least. Yeah. 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 I well, watched. I... So, you first. Oh, I watched uh, Bethesda, which I, I'm a fan of Bethesda just in general, so mm-hmm. caught that. Um, it all looks, you know, it all looks good. I'm not a big fan of Doom, but I like what Doom. what's going oh, on with Doom. Doom. Yeah. I, I don't... Doom actually looked good. Yeah. And that snap, <laughs> map, that snap map stuff. Ooh, baby. Um, Dishonored looks cool. It's cool that you can play as Emily. Um, I like that, The you know... Mm-hmm. Female protagonist. I don't, you know, I don't really care, but I think it's cool because Emily's a cool character. Um, Fallout stuff. Fallout's more Fallout. I like Fallout. I'll play it eventually. Um, yeah, I yeah. don't have a huge interest in most of the big titles, so like most of most of the announcements were just noise for me. Yeah. But yeah, I'm we know. Super, I'm super excited to see <laughs> that uh, the Last Guardian is not completely dead. Yeah, as a title. And I, I watched. I caught the last half Guardian. of the Sony bit and i missed that but whatever i don't care (laughs) also i feel bad for being as excited about the kingdom hearts 3 trailer as i am because they really did not show us anything significantly new in that trailer but i'm I'm just super excited anyway that's the same thing it was a hype trailer yeah yeah it was (laughs) like i I miss square enix because i was working this morning but um 
that's the same thing with Nier. Like, Nier, they showed, like, a cinematic cutscene with nothing in it and concept art. And I'm dying. <laughs> like, I'm all over that. I, well, I am the one-man hype train for this. I well, love if Nier. you watched um, Sony, they did Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah. And it was like... It was like a 30-second trailer of nothing. And they're yeah. like, yeah, we're remaking Final Fantasy VII. And everybody goes bonkers. Everyone's losing their <laughs> minds. Someone on, the, someone on my Twitter said, uh, maybe it was even Bill, I don't remember, uh, posted like, I'm just super uh, excited to see a high-res version of Cloud in a dress. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I always forget that that game like, starts off with a cross-dressing sequence. Yeah. I didn't even know that, but that's because I I didn't play it. It's, it's a um, game that you play in the beginning, where like you have huh. to sneak into it's like a brothel or something, and so you have to collect I, different parts of like an outfit for Cloud so he can cross dress to sneak into this place. Truly, they were. That's amazing. Time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they just stole it from King's Quest. Yeah, that could fair. be too. Um, yeah. So. I, I have kind of meh feelings about the like, the remake. Like, I know tons of people have been super excited about it for ages and ages and wanting it to happen, but I never finished playing the first Final Fantasy, like, the re- the regular Final Fantasy VII, because I just kind of got bored, which I know is, like, sacrilege, but... Something happened. Well, it's, so. not, it's not sacrilege to get bored during any Final Fantasy game, because all you do is navigate menus to play the game. But... <laughs> Maps and menus... Um, yeah, but I love but, Final Fantasy X, so like I don't have that here. excuse, really. <laughs> but I'm just... If they actually go to the goddamn trouble of remastering and remaking Final Fantasy VII and making it look beautiful and whatnot, then I'm just going to be obligated to play it. Yeah, I will to at least try. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, you say, like, it's all menus and stuff, but that when they try and make it more action-based, like Final Fantasy XIII, they get, like, shouted out of the out of the industry, you know, like... That's because thirteen wasn't any bad. better. It was really bad. Fifteen, on the other hand, looks amazing. Yeah, I've watched, I watched a playthrough of um, the whatever, Episode Zero prologue, something, Latin words, whatever they're calling it, and it looks <laughs> like I, I'm... I've never been into Final Fantasy, just in general. They're so long, and I <laughs> I get distracted easily. Uh, but uh, 15 looks looks pretty cool, and I am considering a PS4 in my not-so-distant future, maybe, so... Yeah. yeah. 15, I would play, and I would uh, enjoy it a lot. I mean, realistically, all they need to do is just rip off Kingdom Hearts gameplay and just be Final Fantasy. Like, that's all they have to do to make a great game. That's probably true. Yeah, and I mean, it, it, definitely, looks, it definitely looks like it's more action-oriented, which... Yeah, and, you know, and, you know real, ultimately, Square Enix did both of those games, so yeah. I don't understand mm. the excuse for not learning from that. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Also, the other thing... Since we're talking about Square Enix, um, I find it interesting that Nier is now associated with Platinum. Uh, it uh, was. It, I know nothing about Nier, but if Platinum is doing it, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, it was. It was a studio called um, 
Caviar, I think, which was just, it was headed by the guy who made Nier, and the studio folded after he left, and now he's working <laughs> with Platinum. So, um, but, that should be really cool. What else did Platinum do? Should I know them? Uh, Bayonetta, uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, some other, like... They do a lot of character action, like, exactly, really, really yeah. fast stuff. So, big big titles that I have not played. <laughs> Uh, you know, if you if you're calling Metal Gear Rising Revengeance and Bayonetta really big titles, I'm not sure that you have the correct. <laughs> Are, is Bayonetta not a big thing? I feel like Bayonetta was like super super popular. Platinum Platinum is not game. Platinum is not quite triple A. Like they're not indie anymore, but they're still not really a triple A. They're, they're like the studio. quote unquote double A studio. Yeah, they're. Like... Yeah, you could say that. They're, like, as AAA as, like, a smaller Japanese studio can get, I think, in a Western market, in a Western-dominated market. Right, exactly. Like, that's what they are. They're are a they, relatively they, small Japanese studio. Are they comparable to, say, Atlas, which I think of as, like, the the sort of classic AA studio? I think so. I mean, it's, like, wildly different types made? of games. Atlas but... did uh, the Persona series and Shin Megami Tensei and Catherine. And Etrian Odyssey. I think those are, are, I mean, at least Persona is a lot more widely played than things like anything that Platinum has made. Really? Persona's more widely played than Bayonetta? Sure. I think I think in terms of audience, maybe I, it's would, just, I would guess you know, they're similar. Maybe it's just sampling bias, but, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I think so, but I don't know. My because... uncle mentioned that they they are doing the new Star Fox. Oh, oh are they? my fuck, that's amazing. <laughs> At- Atlas is or Platinum is? Platinum. Oh, okay. That, uh, oh my god. I, I, I might have to, that. I might have to, I'm assuming it's on for Wii U, and I might have to buy a Wii U just for Star Fox. <laughs> like, that might finally sell the console to me. Which... I would go back and I would buy things like Hyrule Warriors and some other cool stuff, but like Star Hyrule Fox. Hyrule Warriors is getting happen. a uh, 3DS port, right? I don't have yeah, a 3DS either. Oh. Like that. <laughs> I yeah, I, I think... have I have a PC and a PS4 that I don't use. Um, that's it. <laughs> I've got a PC, a PS3 that I don't use, and uh, a 3DS which I use. I use it when I'm not reading a book currently, so... Ironically, if I had a PS3, I would totally use it. You want to trade? <laughs> <laughs> I think if... Uh, if I might I might buy a PS4, assuming I have money at some point in the future, I might buy a PS4 for uh, for The Last Guardian. And, and, and presumably on the strength of, like, Kingdom Hearts 3, but, like, at this point... I'm not 100% convinced that, like, Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to come out in time to catch the PS4. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll show us the same trailer yeah. in 2025. I, You know, it might be one of those, like, Duke Nukem Forever kind of kind of <laughs> deals. I, I doubt that. I mean, hopefully... I mean, Last Guardian, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what up, I'm scared of. Yeah, well, they did, they did than... promise 2016... For Last Guardian, which you well, know, granted, it's been a few assault. years. Yeah, it's been a while, and it looked like um, I didn't see T. Maiko's name anywhere on the credit roll, so it looks like they just gave it to another studio. Yeah, didn't they like break up or something? Yeah, I think T. Maiko folded, so they're like, well, rather than have this game die, we'll just give it to a different studio. Well, that's good. So we'll see. 
I don't know. I don't know if I trust another studio to do it, but if it was mostly done anyway, no. I guess we'll see. It's what it sounds like. (laughs) If it mostly was done anyway, that actually would concern me more. Yeah. Because you'll you'll play, like, most of the game and be like, this is fucking tight. And then you'll hit the parts from the other studio. You're like, this doesn't work. Like, what is... (laughs) What's... This is weird. What is this garbage? Yeah, I would be concerned about it not feeling cohesive with two different developers, like... I don't know. Yeah, well, I guess we'll see. I guess we will. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, if it comes out. I don't know. The whole concept of development hell is so fascinating to me, and I wish... I wish it was more common to hear the stories of, like, how how things got out of development hell, but... Well, I mean, it's been an issue in... It's not just the games industry that yeah, does that. Yeah. Like, movies do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still waiting for that um, Guillermo del Toro uh, at the Mountains of Madness movie that that he was making and then stopped making to make Pacific Rim, and I'm so... I'm still mad about it. I'm still mad about it. <laughs> I can recommend the Broken Age documentary. It was really good. Is that about how something got out of production hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, not really, because it was kickstarted with Broken Age. But it's (laughs) about the development of Broken Age. Get made eventually. (laughs) Nah. I mean, it is a game that is now playable and finished. Oh, is it? Broken Age, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> the second part, the second half of it just came out, so... Oh, yeah. Huh. So, yeah. theoretically, it is a success story. Um, that's well, also why that I, like... I, theory. I, I'm not... I don't commit to the fact that even though it's, like, been announced and is theoretically in production, I don't accept that the Good Omens miniseries is necessarily a thing that's happening until I see the episodes actually released that's, on my television. Yeah, and that it's good. That's yeah. how I am with um, the Dark Tower series, and that's also how I am with Sandman, which are both like things again now. But we'll see. We'll see how long. Yeah, we'll see. I'll I'll believe it when I see it, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because they've been they've been promising something with Good Omens for so long, and then there was like that radio miniseries, which was yeah. okay, but ah, uh, not what you want. Yeah, and I guess the the the. Pratchett and Gaiman cameo for uh, for the radio series was one of the last things that Terry Pratchett ever recorded or like ever did. So <laughs> that's kind of like sad and and fuzzy. Yeah, at the feels. same time, it's a feel. Yep, it's the feels. Terry Pratchett is totally my favorite. Yeah. Uh, and Christopher Lee died. Oh, I, I just remembered. Damn it. Yep. Yep. The, the the craziest scary grandpa of 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 film. Yep. You guys yeah. you guys know all about like his secret secret agent history. Yeah. <laughs> like how he's like super super crazy. Super crazy cool. Man. There was, there was apparently an there's an extra for the, the Lord of the Rings DVDs where he was like explaining to Peter Jackson what it sounds like when someone is stabbed in the yeah, back. I've heard about that. It's so cool. <laughs> and then he just decides when he's like eighty nine years old, I'm gonna start a metal career. I'm gonna record metal albums <laughs> about Charlemagne, like concept albums. <laughs> yes. Ah I love it. The word the world is a sadder place for not having him. Although, like, of all the celebrity deaths, like he was nine 
83 years old when he yeah. died, so... He he had a good long haul. Yep. So, I can't be too mad about it, but, you know, yep. it's still always sad. Yeah. Um, I feel like there was a ton of stuff that happened in the past two weeks that I wanted to mention. Oh, I started streaming, so that's a thing now. Yeah, you I'll did. I'll plug that at the end. It was a good stream. It was a good stream. Oh, you thank you. Are you going to keep the um, Saturday time slot? Yeah, I think so, because I was going to try and maybe move it around to, to better accommodate uh, accommodate Trumpet, who streams at the same time, mm-hmm. but I found out that like if I moved it earlier, it would actually conflict more with Trumpet, and I kind of don't want to move it much later than it is, because it's already tough for East Coast people, Yeah. so yeah. I'm probably gonna keep it the same. Yeah, realistically, we can't please everyone with our streaming times, unfortunately. It will never happen, and I think... I mean, I guess some of the audience between Trumpet and us does overlap, but I think a lot of it, it does not necessarily. Yeah. So. so hopefully that will be fine, and I will just keep doing my 8 o'clock on Saturdays. Yeah. Although if I end up doing, we were talking Who about... Who do you? Uh, before the show, like, Kels and I were talking about our, like, crazy backlogs for ga- for Steam games that we all have, and I was thinking maybe I might do something similar to, like, a First 15 video, but I just play, like, an hour at a time of everything on my Steam list and do, like, three games a night and then just, like, do that maybe a couple times a week. <laughs> See how quickly cool. I can get through my backlog. Yeah. And, then, yeah, and then from your backlog, you can just pick games that you want to actually finish. Yeah. It's and like then see, stream those. See what I want to actually play out of out of the things I try. Yeah. I've considered doing similar things if I end up finding more free time, like on my days off or whatever, just a midday sort of stream thing. Not in the same way that, you know, Sunday Game Club is, like, trying to be super organized and stuff, but just like, hey, I'm just gonna F it, play a game, I don't care, sort of thing. Well, that's the nice thing about being unemployed. Tons of time. (laughs) That's true. You could actually become a full-time streamer right now and just... (laughs) Just like go ham on it and hope you, br- <laughs> yep. and, and you know you could you could employ a boob cam, and I'm not gonna do that. Explode like you'd be fine. You or, wouldn't even need employment. Yeah, or you could um you could do the thing that Lethal Frag did and just grow a beard, just grow a huge beard. <laughs> yeah, beard don't, cam, boob oh. cam, same. same don't issue. shave for like. Oh my gosh, I, I want to say it was like do. two or three years. Yeah, oh my god, yeah, you said. I should, no, but, but what I should do, because you said beard cam, I should grow such a beard and then just have my camera only show my beard. <laughs> no <laughs> other. It would be like the Beard Plays Games stream. <laughs> beard Plays Games, good lord. All right. Yep. Oh god, I actually have a backlog, backlog now. <laughs> Of I'm not used to that. <laughs> oh, of games. I went ham on the Steam sale. And... Ooh, yeah. You gotta be careful with the Steam sales. I'm lucky like enough to, be, to like not have money right now, so I can't indulge in the Steam sales and get myself like 20 new games to that I won't play for the year. Yeah. Um, but I want same, to. I'm I want to so bad. <laughs> with not having money. Although I feel like this year, after having lived through a number of Steam sales now, I feel like the deals just aren't very good. Like, Games that have been much cheaper in past sales are not that cheap again. I'm like, what's going on? So I'm not too disappointed that I'm that I'm dirt poor right now. So 
Yeah. That's well, silver lining, I guess. <laughs> yeah, also, plus side for the Steam sales, the game that we're going to be playing next is on Steam sale, so people will be able to get yeah. it. But we'll talk more about that at the end. Indeed. So with that, do we want to start talking about Magica? Sure. Which, disclaimer, half of us um, didn't play the game very much. Sorry. <laughs> well, you know, we give we give the 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 club players two weeks to play it. So, you know, it's not fair to give ourselves more than that amount of time. Some yeah. Sometimes they can't get around to it. Sometimes we can't get around to it. Yeah. So, and based yeah. on the forum thread, it there was, like, no discussion. Like, nobody <laughs> talked yeah. about Magicka, so I don't think we're alone. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> All right. So, oh, so Chris, it was your game, so why don't you, you give it an intro? Or at least start um... Yeah, so Magicka is a game where we play wizards, and um, the world is intentionally inconsistent, chaotic, and crazy. Uh, I think that basically sums it up pretty well. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the control scheme? Yeah, exactly. That was what I was going to get to next. So um, the control scheme, you move with the mouse. So you hold down the left mouse button to move around, and, and it's kind of a top-down perspective um, and you combine elements to form spells you have eight elements the names to which I could probably get off the top of my head but I don't fully remember you have like fire water earth um, shield I think is its own element life yep. death uh, lightning and I'm certainly forgetting one because I just made seven dirt arcane ah dirt uh... dirt you yes. said stone, didn't you? Oh, or I said like earth. earth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're right. So, so you have let's see, fire. <laughs> I like how I say earth, and you're just like dirt. Oh, did you say cold? <laughs> uh, frost. Perfect. Yeah. All right. So those Ooh. are the eight elements. Um, some of them do well. Maybe not some, but I think fire and water combine to make another element called steam. I don't know if there are any others that do similar things. Yeah, I, think I didn't. You can ice. Do, yeah, you can combine water and ice to make, or water and cold to make ice. Okay, cool. So there, there are a couple uh, little combinations of elements that you can make, which you would... Basically, these are all QWER ASDF by default, and you tap those buttons to fill five slots with elements. And you have to put them in the right order to cast certain spells, or you can just fill the five slots with just a combination of elements that you're, you know, you can you kind of experiment to find out what each combination of elements will do. Um, with certain elements, you can fire beams, you can um, imbue your weapon with that element, and swing your weapon uh, for a super powerful attack, uh, or you can cast it on yourself. Uh, I wouldn't recommend casting certain things like rock on yourself, but uh, some of the offensive abilities like fire or water actually have um, value in casting on yourself. If you're if you're wet and you try to cast uh, you you try to cast a lightning spell, you'll hurt yourself. So you actually cast fire on yourself first in order to um, dry yourself off, and then you can cast lightning, for example. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of neat um, interactions between the different elements and the way that the world works around you with that. Yeah, the actual uh, the actual like density of different effects that happens is huge yeah. because it's it's you know it's combinatorial or whatever. So it's yeah, or you know like for every 
for every two elements, there's a combination. And then for three elements, some of those are different. And, you know, it's, yeah, it gets exactly. really, really big possibility space really quickly. <laughs> yeah. And you discover spells in the world that um, show you a combination of elements that, you know, does something like cast tornadoes or a meteor shower. But I think you can, even if you don't discover those spells, you can still cast those um, no, if you, you know can't. the combination to you, them. You cannot. No? Okay. No, okay. th those ones have to be unlocked specifically. You can still okay. use that combination of elements to cast it a, just like won't a, do the same a thing. regular spell. Yeah, but it won't have the special effect. Okay, cool. Uh, um, and there are also some, like, it's it's a sort of fantasy world. I mean, it's supposed to be a fantasy world, and everybody, uh, all the characters speak sort of Swedish, apparently. Um, yeah. <laughs> but there are some inconsistencies, and especially if you have a lot of the DLC, like I happen to have, uh, I was able to start the game as a Vietnam vet who carried a U.S. flag and ran around with an AR-15. Um, and I could have also, and I, uh, one of my friends did this, and I, I remember doing this once in the past, you can also be a space marine. Um, mm -hmm. And some of these skins have different... Uh, innate abilities like the space marine i think just doesn't get healed basically through the normal means <laughs> yeah uh, um, but you my, start with a, my a husband ridiculous plays as the, gun. Uh, my husband plays as the rogue robes which increases your speed but decreases your health and yeah. you get like smoke bombs as your default weapon so and, <laughs> and uh smoke bombs and poison darts so you get smoke bombs let you teleport automatically without having unlocked that magic and oh, wow. um the poison darts lets you, you know, poison enemies. And nice. you can exploit that uh, speed increase to, <laughs> yeah, yeah. to do, like, I don't know, it's like collision collision damage. Yeah, it's, oh, it's wow. super broken. If you put on a... Um, if you put on a... Uh, so, so the shield element can be combined with rock to create rock armor. And Which the, is totally OP. Yeah, and the, <laughs> the rock armor. That's the thing about Magicka, and I, I think we'll get into this, but like a lot of stuff in Magicka is totally OP, mm -hmm. which is kind of hilarious because it's a, it's a, it still makes it like really chaotic and interesting. But um, right. so if you take the the rock shield and you combine it with ice, you get a rock shield with like big shards of ice sticking out of it. And if you're wearing the rogue robe and you cast haste on yourself, then you can do collision damage by running into things with spikes on at high speed. <laughs> and this, there's a bug where this works even against incorporeal enemies. So if you're in the area where there's like uh, all those, um, uh, you know, the Whatchamaface monsters that... Uh... Oh, we lost... Right. Um, so if you're in the if you're in the area where there's all of those um of oh, you know the the like horrors the the Lovecraftian horror monsters that like don't appear at first and you have to actually like work to yeah uh, or you have to wait for them to appear uh, that that damage works against them anyway it works which is a little extremely well against them yep but it also works extremely well against your teammates so yep. <laughs> Which that was perfect. Oh, oh God! Oh. Your voice Turn shit off. is super crazy. God, are they? You might need to uh, unplug and replug your headphones. Your voice sounds underwater. 
Good grief. Why does that keep happening? Is there that better you, now? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're back. Thank you. Okay. Who great. was, who was that imposter? <laughs> that loud man. I was going to say everything worked out just fine that, like, my phone dropped the Skype call and then I got back to the call and Kylo was still talking. But apparently my headphones uh, ruined the smoothness of that transition. Yep. <laughs> That's okay. uh, but we were actually, I was just about to sort of transition into, uh, we were talking about how the the ice armor, in addition to being brokenly effective against incorporeal enemies, um, is also super effective against your teammates, uh, which brings us to the, uh, the, the friendly fire aspect of this game. Yeah, the biggest so... enemy in this game <laughs> is your friends. Yeah. <laughs> They're assholes. That's true. Um, over and over again. As one such asshole, I think I'll comment on this by saying that that so I went through two phases with this game. One was that I was fascinated with the lightning spell and would do nothing but cast five lightning. <laughs> the second as, uh, uh, aspect of the game, the second uh, thing I went through was a fascination with guns. And I did nothing but shoot the M60 uh, and throw rocks to break armor. But that was it. So um, the first part of that experience was mostly using my friends as a lightning rod to hit, hit all of the enemies in front of them with lightning. Doing that until they were dead, reviving them, and then continuing to do that. Yeah, because everything in this game has friendly fire on it. There is There yes. is nothing you can do that... Well, with, like, one or two exceptions of the major spells, like Charm, but, you know, mm -hmm. for, as a general rule, nothing you can do to, that causes damage does not all, you know, it, it, all, eh, sorry, let me start this sentence over. Everything you can do that causes damage will also potentially damage your teammates or allies yeah. in some way. Yeah. And likewise, healing can heal your enemies. Yes, healing heals your enemies, although healing your allies is more effective than healing yourself. Yeah. So, it like, it, you know, and I you, can, that. Yeah. you can revive your allies, whereas obviously you can't revive yourself if you die. So there is great benefit to playing with teammates. Yeah. And some stuff combines in interesting ways, like uh, if you have two people firing a beam attack of some kind, which is um, any spell cut with the arcane element or the, Don't aka the death the element. Yeah, the beams, like, combine and shoot off at an angle from the combination. And it so, looks super cool, and it feels super cool. It does. <laughs> and the, so I played a little bit with uh, with Kelso at one point, and we actually got a really good one-two teamwork yeah. thing down at one point, where uh, I think I would spray the enemies with water, and then you would freeze them into a block of ice. Yeah. And, yeah, um, that was, and then that's you just good. wail on them, yeah. So yeah. okay, talking about strategies, what I when I played, I found a combination of elements that worked really well, and I used it the whole damn time. <laughs> yep. Was that exclusive yeah. to me, or is that like a thing that everyone does? I and think what uh, was your spell? <laughs> lightning bolt. <laughs> lightning bolt. Okay. Like so so. The lightning element or the official, like, lightning bolt spell the cast? The official lightning bolt. Yeah. yeah. That's an insta-kill, but can also insta-kill your teammates. Um, so I, I, I guess I kind of already explained, but I really didn't get into the whole creating or, or finding spells sort of part of the game. 
I don't know why, it just didn't interest me. All I wanted to do was just fill my bar of five elements with one element and cast that. So I really either used lightning or rock. Um, and ironically, I figured out that rock does an immense amount of damage by accidentally killing one of my teammates with one. <laughs> yep. I, I, had, I had it fully charged up. And it just, uh, and then I just threw it at him, and it hit for like four thousand damage, and he became Gibbs. And I was like, "Damn, I'm using that from now on." <laughs> yep. <laughs> my uh, my spell of choice uh, is the freeze bomb, which is cold rock, um, which is a cold spell that you can throw like a bomb spell, um, mm. which is what the rock gives to it. And if you hit, if you hit it like head on, it does damage the way that a rock spell does but it also slows everyone in the vicinity with the freezing with the cold element and if they happen to be wet it freezes them solid um, which I love because it gives me extra time to like run around and hit things because they're slowed uh, but my husband who plays with the rogue robes which has like very very low hit points uh, which means that he has to always have on a fire shield so he doesn't burn to death he is constantly getting caught in the blast radius and getting slowed <laughs> down, and he hates that. Yeah. He's like, can you please come up with something else to use? Yep, that was... Uh, ah, that's funny. That was, it was cute, watching your uh, your, your little tips about, <laughs> about frost bombs. Yep. Um, he's, uh, he's one of those people who... He's played a lot of this game, so he's explored a lot of the possibility space for elements. Mm -hmm. So he knows how to make, like... You know, I see lightning volcanoes that simultaneously shock and freeze all the enemies. You know, like all this crazy. Me. Yeah. So if you combine, <laughs> if you combine shield, rock, ice, and lightning, and then area cast it, it, and maybe arcane. I don't remember. It it creates these like little spikes of rock volcanoes that fountain up and then anything within the vicinity gets caught in like a lightning bolt that also freezes them it's yeah. it's pretty I, insane I forgot you could even do area casting like it taught me yeah. that in the tutorial and I never used it again yeah <laughs> I, I don't like the different casting methodology thing like I get the purpose of it that you can you know you can cast you can combine elements and then you can cast them either on yourself or on your weapon or as a regular cast or as an area effect or you can hit space to cast it as a proper spell if it's a particular combination but right, for the yeah. most part I do the particular spell combinations if it's something I know like revive uh, or I just do regular cast, and that's about it. Yeah, that's not true. I do self-cast for the um, uh, dirty, cold shield, because yeah. I don't want to be slowed by my own cold bombs. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah I... I think the sword was... It was interesting, but it wasn't... It wasn't Oh, really yeah, exciting. like having a, having the physical weapon part? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, it's... spells would be cooler. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's, it seems like one more mechanic that was kind of not necessary... <laughs> Yeah, I always forgot that I had a weapon. Like, I started out with the bug staff, which none of us knew what it did at the beginning. And I was like, what is this mass of black pixels? Oh, it's a swarm of bugs that I accidentally summoned. What does it do? Oh, it attacks enemies. Cool. And then I forgot about it for the rest of the game. <laughs> yep. Yep. The, the bug staff, of course, being a reference to the fact that uh, the game was released 
uh, a day earlier than they thought it was releasing, so it was not ready yet, and it released with a ton of bugs. And so they had a day one. They had a day one patch that they had to apply, and even after that, it, it was still pretty buggy. The game to this day is still pretty buggy. It's like a notoriously buggy game. But I as think part they of had the to, like swap platform. Yeah, halfway halfway through yeah halfway through development, they switched from XNA for making it for Xbox to making it for PC, and that was that's a big part of the problem. And I think it's mm. like a small, originally student team, so you know, they didn't have the most resources for like playtesting and stuff and QA. But um, yeah, so as an apology to uh, for the the incredible bugginess of the launch, they released a. a like an extra robe you could wear that was based on how buggy the game was that had the um, the bug staff. And I forget what the sword's name is. It also has like a funny name. And the spell crashed to desktop. Yeah, and the spell crashed to desktop. <laughs> Which my, my friend accidentally cast that spell and he's just like, oh, I'm dead, sorry. I was like, what did you do? He's like, I, I cast crash to desktop. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And that I think that used to happen if you tried to cast one of the other spells that was in the game, and so it's you know it's it's a joking reference to the like oh it's the crash to desktop spell. Yeah, and I don't actually think he died in the sense of like he blew up or he fell over or anything. I r- distinctly recall him actually disappearing from the screen and then saying that he was dead. Yep. I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, crash to desktop. It's a spell. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's I think it's charming when uh, when developers put those sort of self-deprecating jokes in, like how uh, oh yeah, Goat Simulator has an achievement for crashing the game. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, well, so speaking of jokes, the, do we want to talk about the the humor in the game? Because it's an it's an odd little game. Yeah, there's just references all the time. References. Yeah. So the yeah the main aspect is res, re, uh, reference humor, which I kind of really don't like. Personally. Interestingly enough, I didn't get to experience a lot of the humor. I think because I mostly just slaughtered everything once I got a gun. Yeah. Uh, because it was just so fun to shoot stuff that I just shot indiscriminately anything that looked alive. Yeah, uh, and I mean some of it's. <laughs> Some of it is uh, in cutscenes, so it's unavoidable. Uh, unavoidable. Like, mm-hmm. there's a 300 reference at one point where there's, like, a big round pit, and he, like, almost does oh, the, yeah. like, this is Sparta thing, but then doesn't. Um, yeah, I remember that. There's a I secret like hidden area. I humor, but I think it works really well in Magicka. Eh. I, I mean, so there's also a secret hidden place you can go to get the Master Sword, if you yeah. know where it is. Mm, um, I've heard that, yeah. But I, I think I, I did that the first time I ever played Magicka. Yeah, come to think of it. Sorry. Um, it's, uh, I guess there's nothing like... Nah, so, I don't mind um, that much, I guess, th- that reference humor is a thing that exists. I'm kind of with my friend on this who gets super upset where he's like, you know, this... Saying that we, un- you know, we both have the same experience is not the same thing as telling a joke. And, uh... <laughs> You know, I, that's true. But my biggest problem with reference humor is that I feel like it's the quickest way of dating a piece of media. Like, you can't watch Shrek now because it's so 90s. <laughs> like, every single joke in it is a reference to something of the time. And it's like, mm. this is just not funny anymore because none of these references are timely. Interesting. 
Well, uh, the references in Magicka is kind of kind of old already. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say, Magicka to some extent mitigates that by referencing a lot of classic stuff like Star Wars and Legend of Zelda and stuff that's like right. already showed that it kind of lasts. But then they also do like a 300 reference and I know there's a like a war movie reference that I didn't get. I think Huck said it was Platoon, platoon yeah. or something like that, which I have no idea, you know, like so I don't know. I worry. I worry about the longevity of a game that relies too much on that kind of humor. But hey, we don't need to worry about the longevity of Magicka because Magicka Two is out, so nobody cares anymore. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's right? true. <laughs> yep. That's the thing about that's also true. You, if it's a franchise, you always get the most recent. Um, the aspect of the humor Unless that I like. Unless you're us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the aspect of the humor that I liked a lot more than the reference humor, actually, though, was the sort of. Uh, gibberish Swedish that they used, which actually they made some pretty good, just straight up jokes with, you know, the, you know, der safe word Esther Bernraner. Um, <laughs> kind of thing. Um, yeah. But so, so Carl, you, you mentioned that some of that actually is real Swedish. <laughs> yeah, they use some clear Swedish keywords and then say it in a funny way, basically, and add some random noises to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's but as a Swedish person, you can clearly tell what they're saying. Is it is it at all similar to what it's actually supposed to be? No, no, no. Saying? <laughs> so they, no, no, no. They just <laughs> well, well, the keywords are mostly like sort of in the same thing. So they're like pertinent to the text, at least a little bit. Or did they guess, just pick the funniest some... Swedish words? <laughs> Well, at some points, they just, they just fuck with you. <laughs> Do you have a particular example? Not really, Dan. <laughs> That's okay. But they use some, like, references to Swedish culture. Mm. <laughs> huh. that, that, that actually kind of makes me like it a lot more. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually like, I really cool. It, I liked it already, but I'm glad that they were able to get some of their own kind of in-jokey stuff into it. Yeah. Like secret jokes, secret jokes that I'm sad I can't laugh at. Oh well. Oh kitty. Oh kitty. <laughs> sure. So, so for those of you who didn't finish it, how far did you end up getting? I got uh, as far as I got with you, and then I played. Um, which was uh, we got just through the the mines area, right? Yeah, and then I played. I played some on my own, but I didn't get further than that point, I just replayed like some of the earlier segments. Oh, I see. Mostly um, just playing with spell combinations a little bit. I got through about three hours. I don't really know. Um, I think that's chapter... I think I was in chapter five. We were probably close to the end of chapter five. Do you remember what is happening at all in that chapter? Because I don't remember the numbers well enough. Uh, the only... We, we died at like, a snowy place with lots of bridges and really large trolls that either had cannons or hammers. I think I remember like, that. Like the yetis, basically? I don't know if they were... So, I, I mean, maybe they're yetis, yetis, but I I see, like, they're almost werewolf people, sort of, looking to me. I don't... And they have I... some of them have armor and shields, and I have to throw a rock at them to break their armor off, and then I can gun them down, like oh. the savage that I am. It's the place where you like cross uh, an ice lake, 
right? Mm. Uh, I don't think there's a lake involved. Who knows? <laughs> All right. no did you clue. get did you get past the mines? I don't think so. I don't remember being in a mine. The goblin mines. Okay. So then you weren't at the icy part that I'm thinking of. Because there's like after the mines there's like a swamp area and then there's like a mountain climb that's very icy and there are yetis. I'm looking but, it up. Chapter nope. five Havender Strikes Back, Frostfjord Frostfjord Farms and Khan's Stronghold. Okay. Oh, so you didn't even get to Khan yet. The, uh, no, unfortunately. He's, he's got he's got my uh, my husband's favorite dialogue in the game, <laughs> which is uh, something like not the text dialogue, the spoken dialogue. Yeah, the actual <laughs> spo- spoken dialogue. He's talking about um, some kind of war thing and references Der Krankensmash, um, <laughs> which for some reason just cracks him up. I don't know. <laughs> it was. It was. Funny. It's like Wangen Wangen Krankensmash, I believe, is the uh, is the way the way they put it. I'm trying That's to find funny. like a transcript. I'm on. I'm on magic. A magic. transcript. I'm on Magicopedia, <laughs> so you would think there would be these things, but there aren't. Yeah, that seems a little true. detailed for this game. I bet there's a. I bet there's a like really detailed wiki to be had in what all the different magic combinations are. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Some of them yeah. combine in like pretty unexpected ways, actually. So aside from uh, Chris, you found the uh, the M60. What else yep. was like super OP for people? Because there Earth are some shield tele- teleport. The the teleport. Teleport plus Earth shield. Yes, you're invincible. Oh, yeah. do you like teleport into people with the Earth shield? Nah, I just teleport around the cast spells. I feel like I mean so they don't get close. So so you just run past the enemies mostly? Nah, I just keep my distance. Cuz I find usually when I stop, maybe it's cuz I'm very slow at casting, but usually when I stop enough to like put elements into into my spells, the the enemies usually catch up with me. So staying away from them doesn't do doesn't do me that much good. <laughs> I I have found though that the charm spell is super broken because you can just charm everything on the screen and then wait while they either fight each other or stand still, depending on how many of them you have charmed, and then it gives you plenty of time to, like, work up what you're gonna do next. Oh no. We lost Chris again. Hang oh, on, no. I'll add him back. I'll just, I'm just gonna keep doing this. That's what he gets for Skyping on his phone. That's okay. That's what happens when Skype is Skype is a bad man. Yeah, I was gonna say Skype is Skype has been terrible for him, so it's not his fault. I'm sure he would Skype on his computer if his computer were not Skype broken. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. I don't know. wonder if it'll sound really bad again. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we'll find out if yes. if he comes back into the call. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I my go-to strategy, I guess, in terms of like OP items, the uh, the Demon Eye Staff, which gives you um, infinity duration beam spells. Oh yeah, was nice because I exclusively basically use um, a combination of lightning, arcane, and frost, and sometimes lightning, arcane, and fire, and mm-hmm. just spam that all the time. Yeah, so so infinite beams is perfect for yeah. you. So that was nice. 
I like that there are enough OP strategies that everybody can find their own OP strategy that best works yeah. for them. And oh. then you feel like you're breaking the game, even though like there's plenty of different other ways to do it. Yeah. The OP strategies are often balanced by the fact that your allies have them too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your allies will use that for OP sure. power to kill you. Hmm. Which is... I, I'm just... I, because of the way... So I guess it depends in part on how you arrange your hand on the keyboard, because I'm kind of a home row person, so I have my fingers on ASDF and then have to stretch for the uh, the top row. Um, but I found it much easier to use the earth bomb than any other element based on the way my fingers stretch. So I just cut everything with bomb type. And then I had... Uh, I, I just got used to using super bombs, which is fairly effective, but it requires you to be at some distance from the enemies, which was tougher for me. Which is why I liked charm so much, because then they would just stand there, and it would give me time to like get far enough away to uh, to line up a shot. Yeah, I'm. I have played some time of Dota, and I feel those keys are kind of familiar to me. What's the is that? What's the what's the basic keys for Dota? Well, I basically have the Q to R, A to F, one to four. Oh, I see. Because they're all different shortcuts for stuff. Yeah, and well, the thumbs both like C V B. Mhm. C V B. I'm trying to keep them. Oh yeah, in the bottom row. Yeah. I know um, Huck uses uh, his his hand is in the basic WASDA configuration because he's more used to shooters. So for him, it's he does some of the other sp spells a lot easier by default. But like I say, he's very practiced at the game, so he's worked out a lot of really advanced combinations that I pretty much could not even hope to attempt. <laughs> yeah. Should we pause while we wait for? Oh, I'm, I'm live. Oh, oh, you're back. Holy okay. shit. You're, you're back you're, and, and you're loud as ever. Alright, I'm just gonna remind myself to unplug and replug my headphones every time I connect to the call. That's fine. Yep, there you go. Sorry. You sound better <laughs> now. <laughs> Hooray. What a relief. So, yep. let's see. What else can we talk about? Okay, when I started playing the game, I really, really hated movement. Like, I hated that it was not click to move and that it was click and hold to move. Mm. I hated that it was not an option to click to move. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could see that being a, an option. I kind of feel like the chaotic feel of the game would be lost a little bit if you could click to move and then you didn't have to worry about continuing to do that as much. Like, I, I think it was a ne not necessary per se, but a very intentional decision to make you hold your mouse button and be facing that direction. And yeah, I think that's like, different in Magic. Think about two things at once. I'm, oh, really? I'm not, yeah, I'm not positive, but um, Hux had Magicka too, and he's played it a couple times, I think. But um, I, I haven't played it myself, so I don't know for sure. But I think you can do separate movement and facing in Magicka 2. Hmm. In mm, some way, okay. so the control screen scheme must be slightly different. Yeah. So I'm curious to see, you know, how they worked that out. I hope mm -hmm. they also got rid of like at least a couple of the 
incredibly high number of different casting modalities that you have because you definitely <laughs> don't need as many as they give you. Right, I agree. Well, but yeah, I mean, it feels intentional. It feels like it accomplishes something, but um, I, I don't know. It could just be an oversight because of all the other things that were rushed about the game. <laughs> if you have a team of like different kind of play styles, it could work. Yeah. If you have four players and one is doing one thing and one is doing another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you have like one person who can fight well from the back row and one person who, you know, fights well from like straight melee. But the problem is that like as soon as someone is right in the face of the enemy, enemy, they're blocking the shots of every other player. <laughs> so yeah. that you have no choice but to hit them. But you know, for me, it's fine to make excellent lightning rods. Yeah, for me, the the friendly fire is actually, like, the reason I like Magicka. Like, that's the yeah. draw for me. I don't yeah. think I would ever Absolutely. want to play it by myself. Because the fun I... part is that you're constantly apologizing for, whoops, sorry I killed you there, didn't mean to, like, hit oh. you with that, like, You that apologize? Fireball. Or, like, <laughs> sorry I actually set you on fire. Yep. Oh, we didn't fun. apologize, we would just laugh. <laughs> I started out playing the game as single player, but then after like the tutorial, I grabbed a few friends. Because it's not a single player game at all. Yeah. yeah. They let you play it single player, but it's really not meant to be a, a single player game, I yeah. think. Yeah. <laughs> and the friendly fire, like, as frustrating as it can be, it you know, that's the thing that sets it apart and mm-hmm. makes it really, I don't know. It makes it more fun. It it adds a dynamic that doesn't really exist in any other game. Yeah, it's the sort of humor of the chaos and the way that, like, the chaos makes you do stuff that's, like, terrible but only, but very, very impermanent. Like, you know, it can be easily fixed because the revive spell is super fast to cast and you can you know you can heal your friends just as easily and so like it's it's kind of a no harm done sort of thing um right. and that's it, the laughing about that is like why why i enjoy playing it unless your friend takes your items <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing that's actually like a tool tip that pops up on some of the loading screens it's like remember if your buddy dies you can steal his stuff <laughs> yep we we even used that i think there was a point where we oh, yeah. where we couldn't like get I don't know, we had to, like, get to higher elevation and we couldn't figure out how to get there, so your husband was like, well, just kill me, and then you can take my smoke bombs and we can teleport. Yep. And it worked yeah. fine. Yep. I killed my space marine friend to get his, uh, like, Goss rifle sort of weapon. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Because uh, he just spawns with that, so I was like, yeah, I could probably just take this, couldn't I? He's like, yeah, probably. So I just rocked him, mm-hmm. grabbed his gun, and then uh, revived him, and we both had guns. Yep. Yep. Excellent. It's the ways in which the game is kind of broken that make it kind of wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It would not be nearly as fun or memorable if it was completely polished. Right. It's it's a big toy box. Yeah. Yeah, Basically. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and part of that is also the the extreme combination ability of the spells. The fact that you can pretty much find... There's so many different combinations of things that you can just find something that works for you and and yeah. then keep going with it. And chances are you'll find something broken before the end of the game that makes you feel really powerful. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it's not one broken strategy. Everybody gets to find their own broken strategy. Yeah. And, it, you know, my impression of it is that even people like Huck, who are really, really good at the game, 
are not going to be like super broken OP compared to people who are just average because there are so many just silly things you can do in the first place that just work really well that yeah. I never felt like, oh man, if I just could kill everything in one hit, oh wait, I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Just, that's that's all it was. That is that is totally the case. And and even if you are really like good at at playing, if you play with people who are new, the power levels balance out because new players will also kill you more often. Yep. So, <laughs> that's true. It's kind of self balancing in that way. Yeah, that's very true. And we I feel like we did pretty well with not killing each other too much. Yeah. I think and we, we did all right. Yeah, we managed some pretty good teamwork. Yeah. After after some trial and error. Definitely. I I just got really practiced at uh, casting the revive spell quickly. Yeah, yeah that too. <laughs> WA space. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. I got to the point where I, I I was telling I was telling Huck I'm like okay you need to use the keyword down because that causes me to reflexively tap <laughs> WA space whenever I hear it. <laughs> so. And then One you thing have that's... to play pressed an element before. Yeah, you had, yeah, you yeah. pretty much have to hope. That, that did happen to me once or twice where I tried to cast it and I'm like, oh shoot, I already had like lightning loaded or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing that ended up happening for me is, is my friend had to go AFK for uh, a little bit. And so I, because it constrains the camera to both of you, like you can't just run off without the other necessarily. Yep. So um, once, like the moment he said he was AFK, I just killed him. <laughs> and then moved on and then he's like I'm back oh I'm dead I was like yeah I just killed you so that I could keep playing he's like oh alright that's fine <laughs> that was shortly after I got the M60 so I was just really itching to shoot lots of stuff that's a very Magicka sort of story like yeah. it, it was really inconvenient so I just killed my friend for a while and then, exactly. then when he got back I revived him <laughs> Yup. And same thing, like, one of our other friends, or our other friend, rather, the the third person who was playing, was having connection issues at some point, and so he was lagging really bad and couldn't keep up, so then I just threw a rock at him, and we kept playing until he figured his shit out. (laughs) Yep. That's how it goes. Yep. You're evil. uh... (laughs) (laughs) No, that's just Magicka, man. (laughs) That is just part of the game. We we didn't. There were no. I don't think there was a single apology uttered during the entire playtime of that game. It was just laughter and like a, an understanding that uh, we were going to kill each other, and that was just the way it goes. Yep. Yeah, you kind of get used to that mentality of like, well, everybody's gonna die, and you don't you don't feel too bad when you do it because you know it's gonna happen to you sooner or later. <laughs> Yeah, and sometimes, you know, you just do it to fuck with each other. And there was actually one time, there was only two of us in the game at the time, and uh, I had thrown a rock at my friend, and he just died instantly. And then I revived him, and then just started casting rock again. And so he started casting it with me. (laughs) We rocked each other, and then got the defeated screen. (laughs) 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 And we were just like, oh, oops. So, so fun story similar to that. Um, so a group of friends uh, of ours, we've been like searching for ages and ages uh, for like a game that 
we can play together because we're all very picky about what we play and finding something co-op for all four of us that we all agree on has been really tricky. Uh, and mm. one of the things we did was Magicka and, you know, we played through the campaign and now we don't really play it much anymore. But uh, when we hit the end of that, uh, of the game, there's a sequence where the, the, the credit sequence is you guys are all on like this little floating island and you it's like falling downwards at incredible speed and there's no enemies it's just the lot of you but you can still move around and cast during the credit sequence <laughs> and somehow between the four of us being there we managed to cast an explosion in such a way that all four of us were simultaneously blown off the platform <laughs> and we just had to watch the rest of the credits like in 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 silence with the inability to do anything. <laughs> oh, I was expecting you to say that you got the defeated screen and it loaded your no. last checkpoint. Yeah, luckily, <laughs> luckily that does not happen if you all die on the. It, it easily if that had been how the game works, that could have happened. But luckily, yeah. no. It just it. I would you have... still get to keep the win. But oh yeah. boy, that would have been amazing though if that were the case. We were kind of worried. We were kind of afraid that that like was going to happen. But then like it just the credits just kept rolling, and we're like, all right, well, I guess I guess we just ruined the fun for everyone. Right. <laughs> oh boy. Magica stories. Yeah, Magica stories are are always stories of friendly fire. That's kind of how that yeah. game goes. Basically. But, I mean, do we have anything else to really say about the game? Like, it's it's sort of a very simple game, and it boils down to, like, it's hilarious fun when you, like, with, with chaos and killing your teammates. But short of that, there's not much to it other than that. I would like <laughs> a little bit more, like, puzzles in the world based on different elements. Yeah, that, there was, yeah. like, one or two things where it was, like, there's a flame symbol on the ground, and then you have to, like, cast flame a flame spell in that area to activate it. But, yeah, they don't really make any kind of significant use of that. They do that kind of in the beginning. But then oh, kinda yeah, for the off. tutorial, yeah. yeah. Well, even after, shortly. Can, I, I can't like think of Like, you have an island where you have to freeze the water to get to... Oh, like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, they could have done that more than they did. I mean, maybe they do that more in in the second game. Be interesting to see. I'll have Huck play it and, and see what what he thinks. Yeah. And I will report back on the forums. Excellent. So does that wrap up Magic Attack? Any any other burning observations? Yeah, I think this is why, like, nobody, like, said anything on the forums. Like, yeah, maybe some people actually played it, but there's just not that much to say about this game. Yeah, there really isn't. I expected there to be more, but ultimately it's it's a lot of fun to play with friends, uh, but it, and it's interesting in the way that it manages to do that, but it's a very simple set of parameters that allow that to happen. Yeah. Like, there's one very deep mechanic... That you could, yes. you know, if you wanted, if we wanted to talk about the casting mechanic, like if we were all extremely well versed in it, we probably could. Yeah, for, we could probably spend long as time. long talking about the casting as we yeah, did if, talking if about Hawk the story. Yeah, if could make a cameo but... here, yeah. Yeah. Then, then we would be on this call for 30 hours. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, but it's it's kind of a game where you say like, "Hey, look at this neat thing that this game does," and then you look at the neat thing, and then you've seen it. <laughs> and then you can say, "That's that's a neat thing." Yeah, you're right. That's a thing. You are cool. not Your company kind of makes the game. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's a game where you have to you have to have friends. Sorry, sorry, like terrible shut-ins, but you have to have a few friends to really get the most out of this game. Yeah. <laughs> or strangers. Yeah, or strangers. There's, and that's yeah. actually that's a really interesting point. Is that we found that you really have to use the passwording on for online play if you're making a specific game with friends, because otherwise people will immediately jump into your game. Like it's. Huh. It's yeah, it's really interesting how quickly you get just random sign-ons from people if you just start an open game. So if you want to play it and you don't have friends, you're welcome. Like it's it's pretty easy to jump into a public game. Alternatively, um, this is going on a forum of people who want to be your friend. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, we could just pick one to, of us. Uh, Undefinedbehavior.com/forum. And round up some peeps for Magicka because people will be down to play it with you. Yep. Yeah. But I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. You want to intro the next yeah. game, Kyla? Yeah, you, the next you game. You pumped? Is my game. Yes, pumped. I am actually. I'm super excited. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so the next game that we are going to be playing is Rus. Uh, or Rus, if you don't want to roll your R's, or Reus, if you want to just pronounce it wrong, um, which is uh, it's the Dutch word for giant. It's spelled uh, R-E-U-S. I'm, I'm going to pronounce it Reus. Reus? Just because. Reus. Okay. Reus. Reus. Yes. Ray because I figure it'll probably uh, make you upset. <laughs> is it Reus I'm... or Raya? I'm I am pretty I'm pretty I am pretty chill. At at any rate, if you're looking for it on Steam, it's spelled R E U S, and it's on Steam sale right now for five dollars. So it's you know pretty easy to get. I think it's cheaper on GOG. Uh, it might be might be cheaper on GOG. It was at one point, and then it went off sale, and then it went on sale again, and I got it then. Um, so yeah, you got it for like two fifty, right? Yeah. So if it's not on sale on on GOG, um, I keep checking, I guess. Yep, and I think it's on it's on sale sale on Steam until like the twenty second, I think. So you have all yeah. of this week to get it, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's made by a small Dutch team from uh, the Netherlands, around a dozen people or so, called Abbey Games. Uh, <clears throat> I usually describe uh, Rus as it's kind of like uh, an inside out RTS. It's basically what an RTS would be if instead of um, like building buildings and controlling units uh, and collecting resources to do so, you were in charge of the resources and then the buildings built automatically and the units did what they wanted. So uh, it's a game where you Ooh. control this, this little planet and you have four giants that represent you um, and each of them can build a different kind of biome on the planet and can create different kinds of resources. And so the goal of the game is to move them around the planet and place resources and biomes in such a way that it causes uh, particular civilizations to form and uh, grows the populations at the, you know, in, in certain ways and different civilizations try and develop different types of technology so you can either 
you know, give them the resources they need to get the technology you want, or you can, you know, use, you know, create mountains where they want to build stuff to encourage them to build different things, that kind of stuff. Um, it's really, it's a really interesting sort of fun strategy sim gameplay. Um, you set your own time frame for the game, so you can play, I believe the three times are half an hour, an hour, and two hours, but I'm not 100% sure on that. But you basically, you pick the amount of time that you want to play, and you see there's a series of different goals for however, you know, you try and amass like a certain population within uh, the time frame or hit a certain technology level within the time frame, that kind of thing. Hmm. Uh, I, I find it to be a lot of fun. I really like this game a lot. So I'm curious uh, what everybody else is going to think about about it. Um, discussion points to look at while you're playing. Um, it has an interesting progression mechanic based on sort of achievements where it asks you to um, to hit certain goals before it gives you access to certain higher level types of resources. So it's a, a system whereby the more you learn about the game, the the more of it you get to play, sort of. So I'm curious to see like whether people enjoy that or or don't or what what you think of it. And the other thing is the way this game uh, deals with the idea of balance because there there are you could it seems like the optimal strategy should be to just m put as many resources in the world as possible and have the you know the places grow as quickly as possible and and you know max out everything but that turns out to not usually be the ideal strategy um, hmm. there's some balance to the rate at which you increase the the richness of the land and that's kind of an interesting aspect of the game so look for that while you play nice so that'll be in two weeks you guys have two weeks to to buy it and and play it and it's super cheap so i i highly recommend checking it out because i've gotten a lot of like time out of this game for for a pretty cheap amount so it's been a really good value for me i'm looking forward to this one i don't play a lot of strategy -y stuff so Hopefully I'm not terrible. <laughs> well, we'll see. I, yeah. Based on the description, I'm actually looking forward to it. It sounds yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. So it's. This I'm, is I'm the also... kind of game I would never ever play. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. I'm I'm curious because I also, in part, I think because it's a strat because it's a strategy game the way it is. I got I get sort of stuck in certain ruts of like I find something that works. And then I don't stray too far from it because I have like my mm. strategy. And this always happens with me in RTS games. Like I figure out like the set of units that I'm good at using, and then I just never explore anything else. So I'm really curious to see if people find different combinations than than I did that work, and what those combinations might be. So I want to I huh. want to encourage other people to help me explore this possibility space. <laughs> yeah. That's really interesting to me because I will do that. Um... If I'm playing multiplayer, like competitively, I'll find something that I'm comfortable with and just hone my skills using that one thing because trying things you're uncomfortable with means you might lose. Mm -hmm. um, but like in single player, I go nuts. Like I, I just try to figure out every little thing. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, so we'll see what we come up with. Excellent. Anything so else? That's, or should that's we... my pitch. Yeah. That's all I have to say about Rus. But yeah, R E U S. It's cool. on Steam. Apparently, it's also on GOG. So yep, check there, it out. There will be links in yes. the forum. You might have already clicked on them. Hooray! I so, hope so. 
short episode this week, I guess, which balances out our three-hour behemoth. <laughs> Last uh, week, yeah. yeah. That's okay. That'll happen. So, uh, yeah. Plug, plug forums, stuff for plug the, in the forums. Yeah, you can find discussion threads uh, in the Undefined Behavior Forum, undefinedbehavior.com slash forum. Uh, we've got Sean's streams on Wednesday, and I think I think he's streaming he's tomorrow because he's, yeah, he's, he's back, back now. He sure is. So yeah. I'm just not sure if he's streaming or if he's taking another day to recover. Well, uh, specifically, unless he has died of time zones, he said that he'll be streaming yeah. tonight yeah. at 9 p.m. I did yeah. see that. So so I will I will either be watching that or I might be uh, introducing a friend to Jesus Christ Superstar, which is another <laughs> another hobby of mine. If, also... if for some reason Sean like decided that he died of time zones, I might try to play the special episodes of Alan Wake. Just saying. Yeah. It's nice. a weird hobby to introduce people to Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the 2000 movie edition of Jesus Christ Superstar is actually one of my favorite films. So sometimes I just randomly spring it on people. And... Uh, my roommate is having a friend over who has expressed mild curiosity in in it, which means that I immediately have to jump on that. So, Excellent. so we've also got Kyla. You stream on Saturdays now. Oh yes, I'm streaming Saturdays uh, at eight. Uh, right now, I'm for for the foreseeable future, I will be streaming Final Fantasy VI because it's a long. <laughs> <game. Yeah. laughs> um, and so that's at uh, Twitch.tv/CageTiger with a K. And ah. Sunday Game Club? Yep. I am Chris, also known as Thanarod, and I stream on Sundays at 8 p.m. So now you have your whole weekend set up. Yay! Yay. Um, You'll never have to go we, outside again. Yep. Uh, we just finished Alan Wake, or at least the base version of Alan Wake. I discovered that I actually have the special episode DLC, and I just didn't know about it. So that's a thing. But uh, I do want to get back to finishing Kingdom Hearts as well. We've been playing Kingdom Hearts yeah, for a while. Yeah, and we're really close to the end. We're only like one or two exactly. days away from the end, I think. So yeah. Exactly. So uh, we will definitely finish be finishing uh, Kingdom Hearts. So this Sunday at 8 p.m., look forward to Kingdom Hearts. All right. As always, you can follow us on Twitter, uh, at Feedback Force Podcast. All of our individual Twitters are, are there. You can find them. I don't... I don't... I don't care to say mine. Again? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you probably know. You probably... If you're listening to this podcast, you probably already follow all of us. So. Gosh, I hope so. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that's because that's we're celebrities. Uh, uh. <laughs> Technically, we have produced content publicly on the internet. That is true. So, I mean, if... If that is the defining characteristic of an internet celebrity, then we are, in fact, internet celebrities. I'm a However, celebrity, even if dream, nobody... Dream achieved. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> However, I, I was about to say that I'm not certain that that is the only criterion, uh, but you're welcome to believe so. <laughs> Good enough for me. I'll take it. I'll take what I can oh, get. Oh, lovely. All right. So, thanks for listening, yep. y'all. Yes, thank you for listening, this, everybody. This yeah. shorter episode. Yeah. Yep. Uh, sorry about last last time again. Not that sorry. It was a good talk. I thought it was. Yeah. You know, yeah. I listened to the entire thing actually, mm-hmm. and I think it was a really good podcast. Yeah. Like it was long, but I I it was, was like I found it really interesting even listening to again in retrospect. Yeah. So. 
and I, I don't I don't have a thing against long podcasts, but I know some people do. So yeah, I, I love the idea of participating actively in a thing and then just listening to the thing afterwards. Like that's not something that I would ever do, dude. I um, but I, it's yeah. really I interesting that you actually enjoyed it. I listened to this. I used to listen to um, the last podcast I was on. I listened to after the fact as well. I you know what sometimes. I will still go back and listen to episodes. And this was like a year and a half ago that we stopped doing that. And I'd be like, huh, that was a thing that happened. Yeah, it's so... like a nostalgia thing at some point. Yeah. You're like, man, that thing I did like last week was fun. Let me relive that fun. Man, those were good Holy times. Shit. Why did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why did I say that there? That was awful, but good That's save, okay. other person. That's okay. It yeah. can't get too awful. Yeah. I well, I think I think we're not we're mostly not super awkward. I yeah. like to think. No, we do all right. I feel like we do okay. Yep. So and worst comes to worst, we have your cat in the background. Yeah. In fact. He was he was pretty okay this time. We... Yeah. <laughs> there he is. Yeah. I just have to reach over and sort of put my hand on on his butt and then on his butt. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, All right, sounding should... like that. Yeah. Chris is back in the submarine. We should probably go. <laughs> ah! Oh my god. All right. Well, and I rejoined the call, unplugged my headphones, plugged them back in before I spoke this time. It's weird. And it's still. <laughs> well, you're back to normal now, so I don't know if it's just like. <laughs> I just unplugged and replugged them in again. If it just like, like I have has to, to make a bad noise first. Yeah. yeah, it needs to readjust the the. It needs to have a sound sample before it readjusts. Man, Skype really really hates you. Skype. Yeah, Skype is Skype, not my friend. Skype gets an F for this podcast. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> that's yes. okay. All right. So, thanks right. for listening. Yep. And, yeah. See you in two weeks. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone.